0: Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the award winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about compliance issues with organ acquisition, and joining me to discuss that topic is Jimmy Mendez, who is a senior manager in our reimbursement services team here at Bessler. Jimmy, welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you, Mike. Good to be here.
0: So, Jimmy, in your time as a reviewer of certified transplant programs, what would you say is the most common area in organ acquisition, uh, Medicare cost reporting, where you've seen the most compliance issues?
1: Well, the single most common area where compliance issues may arise relates to the treatment of the organ acquisition charges and days information that is used to populate Worksheet D-4 Part 1.
0: Okay, so we're gonna talk more about that uh, worksheet as we go forward. So we'll, we'll hold off and, and get into that as we get further along. Um, and before we discuss, uh specific compliance issues can you describe the nature and purpose of uh, these organ acquisition charges and days
1: yes Uh, the purpose is to identify the cost incurred by hospitals for providing organ acquisition services to potential organ recipients and potential organ donors at their own hospital facility the regulations stipulate that when a hospital provides organ acquisition services to potential organ recipients or donors the related charges and days should be accumulated on a cost report costor basis and placed on worksheet d-4 part one where cost to charge ratios and cost per diems are then utilized to establish the related cost
0: jimmy why do hospitals sometimes find themselves out of compliance
1: Well, the compliance issue is typically related to the improper billing of these services. The charges and days we have described should not be billed to Medicare when servicing Medicare beneficiaries. Medicare requires that the necessary cost to validate transplant candidates and prepare a recipient or donor for transplantation be reimbursed via the cost report and a cost reimbursement basis and not be billed to Medicare directly. Rather than writing them off and capturing them on Worksheet D-4 Part 1, hospitals sometimes bill the organ acquisition-related charges instead. Even more problematic, some hospitals do both.
0: I see. So um, we've discussed services that should not be billed. What are some services that should be billed?
1: Well, this would include the billing for the actual transplant event for the recipient, which is reimbursed based on MSDRGs. Any therapeutic interventions or treatments that are necessary to keep the patient healthy while in the waiting period are to be billed separately to the payer, including Medicare, in accordance with the provisions of the contract with that payer. Charges for services occurring subsequent to the transplant event, known as post-transplant services, should also be billed. These are reimbursed via APCs by Medicare. Conversely though, the organ donation state for the donor is considered organ acquisition cost, and should not be billed to Medicare directly but captured as organ acquisition instead.
0: And, Jimmy, you stated that the organ acquisition charges and days for Medicare beneficiaries should be captured on Worksheet D4 uh, Part 1. What about other payers?
1: Well, Mike, their charges and days should also be captured and on Worksheet D-4 Part 1. The reason being that once charges and days are converted to costs via the use of cost-to-charge ratios and per diems, a Medicare ratio is applied to the cost to determine Medicare's share of these costs. If you don't include all payers, then the calculation will underestimate Medicare reimbursement.
0: So, Jimmy, given all that we just talked about, what steps can a hospital take to curtail compliance issues?
1: Well, most hospitals have a flagging process in place, and if they don't, they should, where a patient who has been referred to the transplant program is identified and flagged with a unique identifier during the registration process at the hospital. Ideally, charges and days for these individuals should be held in suspense until someone reviews the data and determines whether the services were organ acquisition related or medical management slash treatment type services. In other words, determine if the charges would be written off and captured for inclusion on Worksheet D-4. Whether to bill or not is also determined at this point. The challenge has been devoting resources to this process. An additional obstacle has been identifying individuals that have a grasp of both the financial and clinical components of this charge hold process. Often the process of compiling the organ acquisition logs occurs at the time of the cost report preparation. And by this time, improper billing may have already occurred and proper steps to rectify the error don't always take place. It is our opinion that capable individuals should be identified and trained to handle the charge hold process. And hospitals should allocate the proper resources to this process, which for larger facilities could mean a fully dedicated FTE. However, hospitals should consider that the cost of these positions are themselves organ acquisition cost and, therefore, cost-based reimbursed.
0: Jimmy, what steps should a facility take if they determine improper billing has occurred?
1: Uh, well, corrective action would potentially require rebilling and refiling the cost report and the return of any overpayments. A corrective action plan to avoid a repeat of the issue should be implemented. CMS requires Medicare Parts A and B. Healthcare providers and suppliers to report and return overpayments by the later of the date, that is 60 days after the date an overpayment was identified or the due date of any corresponding cost report. One should consult with their compliance officer for specific guidelines to adhere to.
0: Thank you, Jimmy. And for those in our audience, you may have uh, already guessed, Jimmy is an expert at Medicare organ acquisition reimbursement. And if you do have any questions or would like to understand more about what Bessler might be able to do for you in that area, please feel free to drop us an email at update at com. Jimmy, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast today.
1: Well, you're welcome, Mike. It was a pleasure.
0: This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit bestler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bestler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.